What I could imagine is that this is what I call a witch wound. So what could be the case is that you have shared your wisdom in past lives and you have shared your truth, shared your worldview, and you have been prosecuted, haunted, or even killed for that. Hello beautiful souls and welcome back to Rooted in the Cosmos, your podcast for all things spirituality, new earth vision, spiritual leadership and higher consciousness. My name is Isabel Gloria, I'm your host and I'm welcoming you to this special episode today. I asked you on Instagram last week if you would be up for a little Q&A category in this podcast. So I was thinking about adding a weekly uh, category in every episode toward the end of the episode where I answer your questions and you can send in questions throughout the week and I will pick some of them and answer them at the end of every episode. The vote was pretty obvious. Over 90% of you voted yes on the poll and I'm really excited for this. I can't wait to make this like a weekly thing and for today I thought I would just dedicate an entire episode to your questions because a lot of questions already came in and I'm really happy about that and uh, yeah I thought I'd just answer some more of them today and have this be a completely Q&A based episode for today. You can send in your own questions by sending me an email to podcast at isabelgloria.com or by sending me a DM on Instagram or TikTok, I will pretty much see it anywhere. Just let me know that this is a question for the podcast and I will consider adding your question to the Q&A category of the next episode. So let me grab my phone and see all the questions that I've written down for today. The first one was sent to me on TikTok. A lot of you guys are on TikTok right now. I feel like TikTok is the place to be. So if you are listening because you found me on TikTok or you discovered Rooted in the Cosmos on TikTok, I want to say hi. <laughs> I love you all. Darina asks, how do you work through throat chakra blocks? Every time I go to share my spiritual wisdom, I freeze up in front of the camera and my mind goes blank. This is something that I actually work through with my clients a lot, like this fear of showing up for several different reasons. There can be so many reasons why this might be the case for you, Darina. What I would look at at first would be, how do you emotionally respond to this freeze mode? Like what is going on internally? How does your body respond to this freeze mode and what is going on inside? And maybe even go as far as using a situation like this when you feel like you are in this mode where you cannot speak up, where you cannot be natural in front of your camera and use that moment and go within and explore where this is coming from. I would have to work with you more closely and for a longer time, not just answer a question on a podcast to really explore this with you. But what I could imagine, because I've seen it in a lot of people that I've worked with before, what I could imagine is that this is what I call a witch wound. So what could be the case is that you have shared your wisdom in past lives and you have shared your truth, shared your worldview, and you have been prosecuted, haunted, or even killed for that. Just think of the witch trials or any 
any type of talking against the church in past times. And a lot of lightworkers actually have that pattern because they used to have the same sole mission, which was to bring their truth into the world and to raise the vibration of humanity and to spread the word and like all these things that we're doing now in different ways. They have had the same soul mission even back then in past lives. And because the time was different and there was so much resistance against people who were speaking up and who were sharing their truth and their wisdom and they were deemed as witches or deemed as demonic and stuff like that, there is like this deep soul wound within that you may still be carrying around. So if that's the case and if that rings true to you or if that resonates with you, one thing you can do is to explore that wound. Where does it come from? Maybe do like a past life exploration or a past life regression going into this session with this intention to find out why this is still like bothering you and why it is so hard for you to speak your truth. And that alone could already help this case a lot because the funny thing is with the witch wounds, we fall victim to it when we are not aware that we have it. That is the worst place to be in, to have this witch wound and to have this soul trauma for being treated so badly for following your mission and speaking your truth in the past that you don't even know that this is like something that needs healing. And as soon as you are becoming aware of this wound existing and as soon as you allow yourself to explore that that is already part of the healing because you are constantly reassuring yourself in this new lifetime in this current present life that you are safe and that the circumstances from that life or from where this wound stems from are not present right now so awareness about this thing awareness alone already helps a lot if it doesn't have anything to do with a witch wound, the process still remains the same. You have to explore what's making you feel like you cannot speak up. If it's something from this present life, it could be something where you felt like you were sharing your truth and someone was not receiving that well, or you were judged for speaking your truth or for having a certain perspective about something. This can also cause this blockage to be really present right now because it does not feel safe to express your truth and to share your wisdom with others because it was negatively received in the past. This doesn't necessarily have to do with spiritual wisdom or with sharing anything about your spiritual journey. It can also be something that you were really passionate about as a child and you shared it with someone and you were like hushed or it wasn't received well and you felt like you are being shamed for what you want to express or shamed for your excitement around something. It doesn't necessarily have to do with the topic of spirituality itself. It can just stem from a wound like this. Other than that, I want to give you some practical tips on how you can overcome this fear of speaking in front of a camera because it can literally be that you're not used to it and that you need practice and that it needs to become a routine for you before it can feel natural. What usually happens, and I do like a lot of work around this with my clients as well, what usually happens when we turn on a camera and we want to share from the heart is that we switch into a mode that is not really us. It doesn't feel natural anymore. It doesn't flow anymore. It's not like we're talking to our friends and share something with them. It's very different. And changing that only comes with practice. It 
it sounds so simple and it really is because everybody feels freaking cringy in the beginning when they're in front of a camera sharing something with the online world. It's an intimidating feeling and it's also this mindset of, oh my God, I'm going to share this with everyone who can, who can see it online. I'm going to post this later. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So if that kind of blocks you from being natural and being your natural self, Try imagining filming this very specific video that you're trying to film, a TikTok or a YouTube video, whatever it is, for a friend. Maybe you have someone who you're talking to about spiritual stuff and maybe you can have this person in mind and imagining that you are filming this video for them and to send it to them later. Just imagine that. If you don't have anyone to talk about spirituality, just imagine someone who would receive everything well, like this friend that you would love to have to talk about spirituality. Imagine someone who is not the entire world and not the entire internet and not like your online presence. Imagine you're filming this for someone specific and that makes it a lot easier sometimes to just not get into your mind so much about, oh my God, I'm going to post this and so many people are going to see it. And even if it's just subconsciously, that fear is still there. That's why you clench up. That's why you are not natural anymore. That's why you feel like you have to like say things in a very specific way for it to come across. Whatever your reasons are for, for feeling blocked, it makes it easier if you Take off the pressure, imagine filming that for a friend or even for yourself, like trick yourself into believing that you're filming this for yourself, because even though you film it, it's not online yet. You can always edit things out. You can always film it again if you feel uncomfortable with it. You have full control and you have to become really aware of that and calm your nervous system a little bit by consciously thinking about that. I'm just filming a video alone in my room Nobody has seen it yet. I don't have to share it if I don't want to. But I'm also assuming that if you are trying to film, you want to show it to the world. You want to show it online. So also have in mind, like, if I don't overcome this little bump in the road of feeling blocked when I want to film, I cannot fulfill my bigger mission. I cannot fully step into what I actually want to do without beating yourself up for it. It is just something you have to hold yourself accountable for, telling yourself, okay, I need to overcome this blockage and I need to step out of my comfort zone and learn how to become comfortable with that in order to achieve my goals and in order to fulfill my mission and step into my fullest potential. There's actually so much to share about this because it's a process and it's something that takes time and also routine. But Darina, I really hope this helped you and this gave you some tips to start off with. The next question is from Eva and she asks, how do you meditate for a longer time? Meditation is something that we often have a wrong perception of. Meditation is not just sitting in silence and being completely at peace and being with no thought and all that stuff that we may think it is, meditation can take on so many forms. A walk in nature can be a meditation. Riding your bike can be a meditation. Painting a picture can be a meditation. Or puzzling can be a meditation. There is so many ways to meditate, but I'm assuming you mean like the classical sitting down, exploring your inner self meditation. And I'm assuming that if you have trouble meditating for long, that's probably because thoughts keep coming up. And what I always tell my clients is that they should look at their thoughts 
like clouds passing by. So whenever a thought comes up, you're you're sitting in meditation, you're trying not to think, to go deeply within, right? But it's really hard not to think. And these no thought moments only last like a split second. It's not like anyone can meditate without any thought. It's it's a practice that you can learn and you can silence the voice within so much that you don't have a lot of thoughts. But no thoughts is very rare. And if it happens, it's just for like a couple of seconds, mostly just a split second. And that feels really euphoric when you are in this zero point moment state, when you have really no thought. But the majority of the time you're meditating, you are still thinking. But the difference is, are you thinking about tangible things in your life? Like, are you worrying about things? Are you thinking about what you need from the grocery store (laughs) and all these things? Or are you letting your thoughts come up from within so your subconscious can surface and tell you things you need to know? That's the difference. So what I would recommend is that you try a free meditation. I know there is a lot of guided meditations out there. They are amazing, but they will not teach you how to sit in silence for longer and let whatever needs to come up, come up, which is, I assume, what you want. So what I would recommend is that you try to meditate, sit in silence and observe your thoughts. Observe them and whenever a thought comes up, no matter if it's about the grocery list or anything else, you have that thought, it passes by like a cloud, you don't judge it, you don't think about the thought, you just have that thought and let it pass by. And you do that for as long as you need to, because when we have a lot of mind chatter and we ha- when we have also a lot of anxieties or worries or things that have been bubbling up inside, it can take a while until these chaotic thoughts are moving out of our system. And the important thing is that you do not rip yourself out of this meditative state by thinking, oh my God, shit, I'm thinking. I'm not actually meditating right now. Oh shit, no, it shouldn't be like this. Because that's when you are truly no longer meditating. You are still meditating if you're just observing your thoughts and if you're allowing them to pass by like clouds. So do that for as long as you need to and you will notice that your thoughts become calmer. It can take a while until all these tangible thoughts, all these worries, all these like things that you have in your mind are out of your system, but then the thoughts become more calm. It almost feels like working through or sitting out like a chaotic wave of thoughts until they become calmer and you feel yourself drifting away a little bit like with your mind. You're like in this hazy state. And that already is the next step to a really deep and long meditation. You are in this hazy state and you still have thoughts, but they may be more abstract. So things from the past may come up. It's not about the grocery list anymore or about what what you want to eat for dinner or something like that. It's about something from the past or some things from your childhood or some abstract things that seem really weird and you cannot really make sense of them. And you don't want to pull yourself out of meditation by judging that or by thinking, oh my God, I'm still not meditating. I'm still thinking thoughts. No, you want to observe these thoughts and you want to allow them to come up and crazy stuff can come up like faces and almost like dream-like scenarios or just random stuff. Like if you think of blueberries and they come up and you have no idea why, 
Just think of them, just allow them to come up. And if you see weird faces, let them be there, observe them, watch them. It doesn't matter. It can be really, really strange what comes up because you are actually going into your subconscious mind because all the mind chatter has left your system that's out of your head. You have let these thoughts pass by like clouds, so they are gone. Now comes the next layer of your consciousness, and that can be really weird. You just want to observe what's coming up, and if you sit in this meditative state for long enough, it can be that a topic comes up or something that wants to present itself to you. Oftentimes, this is something from your childhood because we like to store a lot of things and push down a lot of things from our childhood. And in meditation, the root cause of things comes up. So if you have a certain problem in your life or you're anxious about the certain thing, it doesn't necessarily mean that this has developed in your adult life. It can be rooted in something that your child self experienced. So in meditation, we have the chance to access these emotions from the childhood and to access also the memories from our childhood. And that is why if we allow ourselves to be in this free meditative state, a lot of this stuff just comes up because it wants to be healed. It wants to be seen. So if that's the case, if a certain topic is crystallizing out of these chaotic thoughts and out of these abstract thoughts, sit with that topic and with that situation, whatever's coming up, and go deeper within it and set the intention to see whatever wants to be seen by you right now. So just sit with that, go deeper into it. If you want to, you can also ask yourself questions like, why is this coming up? When did I experience that for the first time? When did I feel like this for the first time? And stuff like that. So you will know for yourself how deep you want to go and how deep you can go. Because not every meditation is as deep as the other one. It always depends on your day and how, how deep you are able to go with this. But free meditation basically allows us to explore the things that need healing or that need attention. It, it, it's not always about healing. It's also sometimes about attention, your subconsciousness telling you something. Hey, you can actually do this. You're powerful enough. Look at this memory that I've stored for you or something like that. And um, that is the magic of, of free meditation. You go in without a, a specific intention and you can end up anywhere. You can end up in a childhood memory. You can end up doing ancestral healing. You can end up meeting your inner child. You can end up meeting your spirit guides. You can end up having a crazy experience with one of your ET guides. It, it's really open what will happen when you allow yourself to go into this deep meditative state. And um, that is the case when you meditate for a little longer. With longer, I don't mean like hours on end though. I mean like 45 minutes to an hour because this chaotic thought process in the beginning that mostly only lasts 10 to 20 minutes from my experience. So if you sit out these 20 minutes of chaotic thinking where you don't feel like you're meditating, you're good to go and you're good to go deeper. Another fun thing is that when you're meditating, you don't really feel that you're meditating and you only feel how far you've traveled and how deeply within you were going when you are snapping out of that meditation. So I promise you, when you do this, when you do a free meditation for like an hour and you just sit with yourself, 
You may not feel like you're meditating, but as soon as you take a breath, come back into the present moment and open your eyes, you're like, whoa, <laughs> I was like in a whole different dimension. I was gone so far. And it's always like this. When you are in the process of meditating, you don't feel how deeply you really go. And when you snap out of it, you're like, wow, that was intense. Because this episode was entirely dedicated to the Q&A, I went really, really deep with my answers and I hope I could provide some value for all of you listening to this. Like I said in the beginning, you can send in your own questions now for upcoming episodes and I will be answering some of them in the podcast. I'm not sure yet if I will do it on every episode, but I will for sure make it a regular thing to answer your questions and to go into the things that you want to know. So I'm really, really looking forward to receiving your questions. You can send me an email to podcast at isabelgloria.com or you can send me a DM on Instagram or TikTok. That being said, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you for listening and talk to you next Sunday for a brand new episode.